You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast, your one-stop guide to the stars, self-discovery, understanding the people around you, and a logical explanation for all your other weird life experiences. Get all your questions answered right here. I'm your host, Whitney Levesque. Testing, testing, one, two, three. This is the Space Witch Podcast. Yes, queens. Welcome, 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 welcome to the fourth episode of the Space Witch Podcast. It's me, your host, your girl, Whitney Levesque. <laughs> um, yes. So I actually thought I was on episode five and I posted about it on Instagram and then I went and checked my SoundCloud account and realized that this is only episode four, which is so crazy. I mean, I'm pretty proud of myself for making it this far anyway, because I mean, you know, I got a lot of cardinal signs in my chart, so it was a little iffy if I was going to get this far, Um, but I'm happy I did. I thought I was on episode five and I like, I was so proud. I was like, wow, I did five episodes already. That's amazing. (laughs) Um, But I'll take four. Four is a good number. I would assume that means I've so I've done like a month's worth of podcasts. I mean, I try to put out, you know, an episode a week. And so, yeah, four four episodes. I'll take it. I'm I'm so happy. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's see. Um, so today's episode I think is gonna be all about love and compatibility and just just the basics of that. There's a lot of stuff that goes into compatibility in astrology. Um, but Today, I'm just going to be like covering just like the basic stuff um, that's really easy to spot out when you're just beginning. So yeah, let's do it. I'm so high energy this morning. I feel like the last couple episodes I've done were really, um, I sounded kind of tired because I was because I've been working weird hours and my schedule's changed. Um, But I'm kind of adjusted now after a month or two of uh, working at my new job. So yeah, I had a lot of white tea this morning. I got some sleep last night. My computer had to update for like a half an hour before I could record this. So yeah, I listened to a lot of Kesha while I was waiting and I was kind of like dancing around and just like, you know, getting all psyched up for this episode and I'm really happy. So um, yeah, I don't know. Also, I like, so I'm recording in my living room right now and I just brought all my plants into my living room from my sunroom because... I'm in Maine. It's really chilly up here, even in fall. So um, I just brought all my plants in. And I think there's something to be said about plants and, uh, you know, like raising your fi- your vibrations, your vibes. Um, I think they bring in a lot of like positive, good vibes. So like, I, I don't know. I love having my plants and I love like seeing them all like in my living room. Um, so yeah, anyways, compatibility. So here are your compatibility basics. Um, so I'm going to start off with just like basic stuff you should know that you could apply to just like sun signs. Um, so like if you only know someone's sun sign, you could kind of go off that, even though your sun sign isn't really, it's not everything you should look at when it comes to compatibility. Um, technically you should look into like your moon, um, rising sign, Mars and Venus when it comes to like love and compatibility. But I'm going to talk about that more in the second segment of the show, um so yeah for right now I'm just going to cover the basics so you can just be like oh like you can look at someone's sun sign and you know try to figure out if it's compatible with your sun sign which is what a lot of people do anyway um originally I thought I was going to do like a whole separate episode on some of this stuff but 
I just realized it all plays into compatibility. And that's, I think, one of the main things that a lot of people like want to know about when it comes to astrology is like, oh, am I going to get along with per- with this person? Am I not going to get along with this person? Yada, yada, yada. So, <laughs> um, first of all, before I actually really get into it this time, um, I, one thing I just want to put out there is even though this is an astrology podcast and I'm talking about compatibility, um, don't look at someone's chart and decide if like you're going to be compatible or not and like write them off because there's a lot more that is going to go into compatibility besides everything I'm about to tell you in this episode. So, you know, there's a thing called synastry, which is kind of like how someone else's chart interacts with your chart. Um, that's probably going to be for another episode because I'm actually myself, I'm still learning a little bit about synastry. Um, but yeah, so don't don't like look at someone's chart and write them off. Um, because even though like you might look at someone's chart and you might think like, oh, they're a Leo and I'm a Cancer, we're super incompatible. Um, you never know, you might actually really get along with this person. Also, it's just kind of like you really, even though I love astrology and I think it's a great tool, don't be that person who kind of bases their whole life around compatibility or not compatibility around astrology and whether or not you're compatible. Um, if anything, this, I guess this goes into a little bit of like the ethics of astrology. If anything, I would wait to even look at their chart. If you're interested in someone, I know like a lot of you are probably going to go look anyway. I know cause I do this. Um, but just because I do it doesn't really mean y'all should do it. Um, <laughs> I do this, I do have a friend, but anyway, um, but just to kind of, I guess I recommend it just to kind of like not make yourself crazy. Like, if you're interested in someone, go on a couple dates, talk to them, see what happens. If you want to look at their chart later, fine. Or like if you, you're open about your love for astrology like I am and you're like, hey, when's your birthday? When, what time were you born? And then you just tell them why you want to know. Um, that's fine. Yeah. So basically just don't don't make any big decisions based off of astrology. Um, even though I think astrology is a great tool for understanding where something's going to go. Um, yeah, it's just it's not everything. Uh, even like for me example so like not to talk about myself but this is my podcast and I love talking about myself well not even that I mean I do love talking about myself but um, it's easy for me to use my own example so if you're annoyed by me talking about myself then I guess you need to listen to another podcast but anyway um, yeah so like for me personally like I'm a Virgo sun I have my Mars and Venus and Cancer I'm a Capricorn moon and my uh, boyfriend, he is a Libra sun. He is a Taurus moon, uh, Venus and Leo and Mars and Libra. And then he's a Scorpio rising. I'm an Aquarius rising, which like, you know, if you look at that, like if you like, for example, like if I were to look at just our Venus signs, which is Cancer and Leo, you know, you could take one look at that and be like, oh yeah, that's like, that's not going to work because it's a water sign mixed with a fire sign, but it works. <laughs> um, Actually, it's funny. Um, so, like, my Venus is my fifth house, so that would kind of give me some like Venus and Leo traits, kind of. Um, so that's kind of how that would like mesh together. Also, like, he has a lot of fixed signs in his chart, which I like because with my Venus and Cancer, like, I love stability. So having someone who has a lot of fixed signs, even though he's a Libra, because that's another thing. Like, I know Libras are really flaky and indecisive. And it's an air sign. So I could have looked at his chart when we started dating and could have been like, oh, well, you're a Libra, so you must be really flaky. So this just isn't going to work because I need someone who can commit to me and not be indecisive. However, because he has, you know, 
Venus and Leo and Moon and Taurus and Scorpio rising and all that stuff. He has so many fixed elements that play into his love life that, you know, it makes him much less indecisive and flighty as a Libra. Um, is he still indecisive? Oh, yeah. He is super indecisive about like a lot of like little trivial things. But once he kind of weighs out his options and he makes a decision, he's set on that decision. He's not going to change his mind on it. Um, not to say that he's also closed minded. He's actually a very open minded person being a Libra. But generally speaking, like he's very logical and very like, um, you know, it's just it's a Libra thing. He wants to weigh out his options before he has a set and firm decision. Um, so that, that works for me and that works for me in my Venus and Mars and cancer and all my water and earth placements that just like need all this like stability. Um, so yeah, so yeah, like I said, you know, don't look at someone's chart and write them off because you just think it's going to be incompatible right off the bat. Get to know someone, see how it works, go on a couple dates. You can always say, no, I don't want to do this later. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's my disclaimer. Now I'm actually going to talk about compatibility <laughs> now that that's all out of the way. Um, so there's a few things that come into play with compatibility and the sun signs are just, you know, mixing any signs. So like even I'm talking about the sun signs now because like that would be the easiest thing to, to, uh, kind of like put together. But um, really, if you can figure out how the signs interact with each other, you can look at any other placements and tell how that's going to work. So, like, you could apply this to, you know, Venus, Mars, uh, Moon, rising signs, all that good stuff. So, um, the few things that kind of come into play are there's a thing in astrology called the modes, which is um, there's mutable, there's cardinal signs, there's fixed signs. And that's it. There's like three modes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had to think about that for a second. So there's the three modes. There's mutable, cardinal, and fixed. Um, so I'll start with mutable first since I mentioned that first. Mutable signs are, they're kind of what they sound like. They're mutable or like malleable. They are constantly changing. Um, they're They're kind of like the more easygoing signs or like they're kind of like like they're not going to be very stubborn about things. They're going to be kind of more go with the flow or more open to things and more like, like I said, malleable. Like um, these are people that might be like more influenced by like their outside surroundings or like people they know. Um, you know, it's almost like if you like had molding clay and you could just shape it to however you want. That's kind of how I think of like the mutable signs. Um, and the mutable signs are Virgo, Pisces, Sagittarius, and Gemini, um, which is interesting because all those signs are like each other's opposite signs. So you have Virgo and Pisces, which are both um, opposite signs, and then you have Gemini and Sagittarius, which are also opposites. Um, so like Virgos are very like, um, you know, picky and critical and like, you know, all over the place. And, you know, Pisces are also kind of all over the place, but they're like, um, they're a little more like whatever. They're like emotional sponges. Like they just take on like all these emotions where like, you know, you see Virgo and Virgos kind of like they overanalyze their emotions to the point where their feelings kind of get pushed aside. Um, and then, you know, you have Gemini and Sagittarius, which the way I always look at Gemini and Sagittarius is I always think of them as like the student and the teacher, um, because, so Sagittarius is like 
that wants to be like the guru or the teacher or like the authority figure that is like giving you the information. Like I always think of Sagittarius as being like a college professor or an instructor or, um, you know, any kind of like a teacher of like higher learning. And, you know, it's interesting because, um, you know, like they're very preachy, like they like to give people advice because they like to philosophize. I can't even say it. They're very okay. You know what? They're very philosophical. So like they take what they learn and they kind of really like take the time to like think about it and look at it from a different angle. Um, whereas you have Gemini, which is also ruled by Mercury, which is um what Virgos ruled by. But Gemini's I think are a little like more like all over the place and like disorganized <laughs> compared to Virgos. Um, Gemini's I feel like are like you know they say Gemini's are very childlike. So they're like the little kid that's just like always learning and they're always curious and they're always asking questions and they're like, what's this and what does this thing do? And like, they just want to know everything, which is why I think of them as like the student because like they ask all these questions and um, it's it's interesting because I feel like Gemini kind of like, Gemini, um, I feel like they ask like the more minuscule questions, like how does this work? What does this do? Um, whereas I feel like I look at Sagittarius on the opposite end of that and Sagittarius kind of takes it a step further and asks, okay, I understand that this does this, but why does it do it? Um, and that's where it, like the philosophical aspects kind of come from, um, because it goes from what and how to why. Um, but anyways, I'm getting so off topic. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of like the dynamic of how I look at those signs. Um, I guess overall what I was trying to say with that little side topic was that um, I feel like, not I feel like, but I think that all the mutable signs are just very studious and very like willing to learn and want to experience things, um, you know, in different ways. Like, you know, Virgos are very organized and they're very analytical and like, you know, I imagine like, I almost imagine like Virgo as being like more like the nerdy computer science major, I guess. Like not to say that all Virgos are like that, but that's the kind of personality I think of where they're always like learning and they want to like crunch numbers and like know the facts. Whereas on the opposite end of that, you have Pisces, which I think, you know, Pisces are like the dreamers and, you know, there's like a, there's like a thing in astrology, like Pisces are like the drug addicts, not to say that all Pisces are drug addicts, but um, they're much more susceptible to, um, you know, trying like mind altering drugs and substances and wanting to experience things on another realm because, you know, whereas you have Virgo that's all analytical and wants to crunch numbers, you have Pisces on the other end of that where they're very spiritual and they believe that there's like a higher power or another plane of existence that they're on or something crazy like that. Um, and then you, like I said before, you have Gemini and Sagittarius, which is like the student and the teacher. Um, so that's, what's kind of cool about the mutable signs. Like they're always wanting to learn and wanting to learn. And they're always like wanting to hear like people's opinions and like consider them. Um, so anyways, moving on, that was really long. I don't know why I ended up talking about that so much. Um, so yeah, so that's your mutable signs. (laughs) After that, you have your cardinal signs. Um, cardinal signs are the best way to kind of describe, cardinal signs they're kind of like the go-getters of the zodiac they're the ones that are like they're going to set a goal and they're going to go for it and they're going to do it whether or not they're going to finish that goal is really dependent on what else is in their chart and how motivated they are um cardinal signs are like they're like the initiators they just they start things 
um, and they set goals and they're really big on like projects and ideas and new concepts. And, you know, I feel like they're actually a little bit like more innovative than some of the other signs um, because like they're all about like ideas. And like once they get an idea, they're like, oh, this would be great. Let's do it. Um, and like that's the thing. They'll start it. They might not finish it. Um yeah, so the the cardinal signs are Cancer, Capricorn, Aries, and Libra. So you have Cancer, which is like the mom of the zodiac. I like I always think of like Cancer and Capricorn, like the mom and the dad, because um, that's kind of what what they resonate with. Um, you know, so like you know, think of it like that, like the parents. So you have Cancer as the mom, Capricorn as the dad, and <clears throat> oh, wow. I'm like getting out of breath already. Um, so yeah. So think about like your parents, like your parents are always going to be there for you. Like, you know, I mean, I get, obviously like I understand that like not everyone's parents are always there for them, but theoretically, when you think of like the archetype of like what parents are, um, your parents are oh, like, they're always going to be there for you. So I always think of it like, you know, if you need something or you need help with something or you're in trouble, like Capricorn, Cancer, they're the ones that are going to show up for you and they're going to be there to help you and support you. Um, you know, like I said, like they're the initiators. So like, you know, if you're like, I need this thing, they're going to come like, like to the rescue and they're going to be like, what do you need? How can I help? Like, you know, that's, that's just what they are. Um, Capricorn on, like, it's interesting too. So like Capricorn, you know, they're all about projects and setting goals and, um, you know, Capricorn, they're always like going to be reaching for like the next thing because, you know, Capricorn's the goat. So imagine a goat like climbing the mountain to get to the top. And, you know, so they're all like goal oriented. So they're going to, you know, have an idea for a project and they're going to really try to follow through with it. Um, again, sometimes, sometimes Capricorns can do that. Um, they're going to try to, and that's, that's kind of the thing, like, cause they're not a fixed sign. Like they're going to try to reach their goals. Um, you know, whether or not they do is kind of dependent on their chart or just, you know, whatever it is they're doing. Um, so like I said, like they start things, so they'll start something and get it done. Um, if they're anything like me and my Capricorn moon, they might start a project and get really discouraged and then, you know, not want to do it anymore because I know I go through that all the time. Um, on the other, other, blah, blah, blah. Wow. <laughs> on the other end of that, you have cancer, which cancer, they say that like people with like cancer in their chart or like if you're like me and you have specifically like Mars and cancer, cancer is ruled by the moon and the moon is always changing. So cancers generally tend to have very cyclical energy um, because like I said, the moon's always changing. So, so are cancers, which is also kind of why like cancers are known for being really moody. Um, so the whole thing with cancers is like they're going to start a project if they feel really good and excited about it. They're going to be like, whoa, like I feel so good. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to get shit done. And then, you know, the next day they just might be in like an emotional pit of like despair and they're just going to be like, I literally don't want to do this now. I'm too upset or I'm too, you know, overworked or I'm too, you know, like they're definitely motivated by like feeling, which obviously like if you if you're a cancer son and you have Mars in Capricorn or Mars in Leo or like a fixed sign, like, you know, how you go about projects might be different. You might actually be more fixed on getting things done. Um, but um, typically speaking, it's like, 
you know, Mars and Cancer or just Cancer, um, if I'm just going on that alone, like, you know, you're, the way you get things done is going to be solely based off like your emotions and how you feel that day. Um, and then, so you have Aries and Libra, which, um, Aries is very impulsive and Aries is like, they say Aries is like the soldier, you know, like they're always ready for a battle, always ready to go. And, you know, just they're ready for anything at any given moment, given moment. Um, so like they're the kind of like sign that like they'll get all happy. Again, this is a common thing with all the cardinal signs. They get all like happy and gung ho about stuff and they do it and they'll start it. And then they'll be like, uh, actually, I don't want to do this. <laughs> um, so like Aries is like a good example of that because they're so quick and impulsive. They'll be like, oh, my God, I love this idea. This is so great. And they're like so high energy. So they're like, let's do it. Um, and I've noticed like from the areas I've met in my life that they're very like ideas kind of people like I mean this goes back to what I was saying before but like I've noticed Aries in particular because they say Aries is like the pioneer because they're the first in the zodiac so they're they're the trailblazers just like carving a new way for the other signs um like they're first (laughs) they're number one um so yeah they'll like they really love ideas and so when they get really like stoked on an idea they're gonna want to start it and initiate it and just go for it um it's funny too I remember I worked with an Aries sun person um like a year or two ago and I just remember like every time and I think about this every time I think of the sign Aries I just remember him coming into work one day and he was talking to me about Elon Musk and like all the stuff he's doing and how like he wants to go to school and work for Elon Musk someday. And like, that's just what I think of when I think of like people with Aries placements is like all these like cool ideas and like new concepts and things like that. Um, okay. Time to breathe. <laughs> um, okay. Going on to Libra. Um, Yeah, so Libra is another cardinal sign, which I think it's pretty obvious to explain why Libra doesn't always get things done, besides the fact that they're a cardinal sign. Um, I mean, they're really flighty and indecisive as it is. So, like, they might be weighing out the pros and cons of something, or they might dive into something without weighing out their options first. And then they might decide later that, like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to do this, Um, which is an interesting dynamic, because whereas Aries will just dive into things. And like, I think Aries is more likely to just do something and then burn out because like I said, they're so quick and high energy. They're just going to give their all. And then they're going to be like, well, you know what? I'm pretty tired. I'm going to back out of this. Whereas Libras are like, they're just indecisive from the beginning usually. (laughs) So they'll start something and then they'll think about it more. Or maybe they'll realize like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. And I'm like, actually, I don't want to do this. (laughs) Um, So they're a little more like slow compared to like Aries in that sense. But like, yeah that's why they're a cardinal sign and they don't they just they don't always follow through um so yeah that's your cardinal signs um moving on to your fixed signs so for fixed signs you have leo aquarius and then you have scorpio and taurus so with leo and aquarius Leos are just very, very stubborn. I mean, like, obviously, because they're a fixed sign. Um, Well, actually, let me backtrack real quick before I get into this. I kind of forgot I have to explain what fixed signs are, because that's why you're listening to this, obviously. So, (laughs) um, a fixed sign is basically just, is basically just, so it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like, which is, I guess, I guess that's why I didn't think that I had to really, um, 
explain it <laughs> because fixed signs are just, they are stubborn. When they have their mindset on something, they are set on that one thing and that's all they want and all they can think about. These signs are unwavering. They're determined. Um, whereas, so like before when I was talking about like cardinal signs and how they start things, fixed signs, they're going to be the signs to finish things. Like if you have, if you're a cardinal sign, you're working with a fixed person on their team, the cardinal person's going to start something, but the fixed sign, they're going to be the ones to like pick up the pace, get the job done and just do it. Um, I have two Leo siblings and they are both super, super stubborn. Um, and they're both very determined and they get a lot of shit done because of it. Um, my brother is a Leo and he spent like, it took him like 10 years to finish college um, because he really wanted to get his business degree and get a good job and he wanted to start his own real estate business, which he also did because like I said, fix signs, they start something, they're going to do it. Um, yeah. So my brother, he, it took him like a really long time to finish school. Took Sorry. <laughs> um, it took him a really long time to finish school because he like again like money was like a big thing because school is expensive and he was just really determined to do it so for like 10 years he worked his butt off getting his degree and he did it he was like I'm gonna go to school I'm gonna get get the degree I'm gonna do it and he he, that's exactly what he did he did it and then he started his own real estate company after that um so yeah fixed signs are just very like they get a goal mine they're gonna do it they say they're gonna do it they're gonna get it done um I mean, only, I think the other thing too that kind of determines that like only if it seems like easy kind of, I mean like they'll still put in the work even if it's hard, which is like really admirable. But I know like, I guess for Leos, especially sometimes if they start doing something they might also kind of like be like, wow, that's a lot of work and I don't want to do that. Cause Leos like, you know, you think of the king or the queen with Leos they're like, I just want someone else to do it for me. <laughs> but that's also not to say that Leos don't have a really great uh, work ethic because they do. Um, like I said, um, so yeah, it's interesting, um, because Leo's are all about kind of like, you know, they're all about like themselves kind of, not to say that they're always super selfish, um, because they do care about people that they love. Um, but on the other end of that, you have Aquarius, which is really stubborn sign. Um, which is interesting because where I feel like Leo is a little bit more about like conforming and wanting to be popular. Aquarius is more about like the opposite of that, like rebelling and not wanting to be popular. And um, whereas, you know, Leo's a little bit more like all about me. Aquarius is more all about everybody else. Like they're interested in community in the world at large um, and not just themselves. Even though like, again, like I said, just because, like I said, Leos are selfish. They can also not be selfish. Same thing with Aquarius. Aquarius can be selfish even though like they do care a lot about other people and they're a very humanitarian sign um but Aquarius is also very stubborn but like in a different way because like Aquarius is the kind of sign like you tell them no and they're not going to want to listen to you they're going to go do the opposite like they're a little bit spiteful like that um and the thing that sucks is like they're very very stubborn about it (laughs) um even though like Aquarius is also a very open-minded sign. So it's interesting, I think, like, because I have my rising in Aquarius. I think sometimes like we can be really contradictory and like, you know, we'll want to go do the opposite of what someone tells us. But then at the same time, like we might do it in the moment, but then we might actually consider the other person's point of view like later on. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like the Leo Aquarius dynamic. Um, on the On the other end of that, you have 
um, Scorpio and Taurus as opposite fixed signs, um, which is interesting. So Scorpios are really, really stubborn. Also, like, like I said, all the fixed signs are really stubborn. So I might find myself repeating that a lot. Um, but yeah, so Scorpios are all about like death and rebirth and renewal and change and wanting to find answers and seeking out like the taboo. And on the opposite end of that, you have Taurus, which is Taurus is all about um, like Taurus is like to be comfortable. So like it's almost like whereas Scorpio is all about change and rebirth and renewal, like I said before, Taurus is a little bit more like they do not like change. They're really stubborn about not changing. Um, I see this a lot actually with my boyfriend who has Taurus, Moon and Taurus. Um, he does not like change. He loves to be comfortable. He likes everything to stay exactly as it is. Um, which that's kind of why like Taurus gets this bad rep for being really boring as a sign. Um, because they are just a very stable sign and they like to be financially secure and have all their stuff together and just everything to be in one spot and have it all be good. Whereas, um, Scorpio is not like that. I think Scorpio as a sign is a little bit more tumultuous. Like they're so emotional and they're always changing and they have very strong views. I actually think that the reason people either love Scorpios or hate them is because they're such a fixed sign and they have such strong opinions that, um, you're either going to meet a Scorpio and you're going to love them because maybe like you'll agree with everything they're about or everything they say. And, um, you know, you're going to love them or maybe you're going to really strongly disagree with them and you're going to hate them because um, that's been my personal experience with uh, Scorpios. Either they're really, really great and like I love them or they're very, very stubborn and like, um, you know, I don't agree with their views. So like or, you know, I just don't agree with everything they say. So they're going to be like a little you're not going to like them as much. Um, whereas like Taurus is like. Taurus is still stubborn and but I don't think like Taurus doesn't really have like yes because they're a fixed and they're gonna have strong opinions but not in the same way that Scorpio would have like strong opinions um because Taurus is ruled by Venus which is also ruled by Libra so like people with that Venus energy going on they're gonna want to like keep the peace and um you know even though like they might not agree with you they might it's possible they might just be like, okay, like, it's fine. Like, that's, I respect it, but blah, blah, blah. Or they might just stop talking about it. Because um, Taurus is also kind of a classy sign. So they're not going to really make too big of a scene. But at the same time, if you wrong a Taurus or you hurt their feelings or, um, you know, if you if you do something to kind of betray them, because they're a very loyal sign, which most of the fixed signs are, um, a Taurus is going to cut you out. They're not going to talk to you. They're not going to want anything to do with you. They're going to block you. Um, yeah, so they're very stubborn and they're very black and white, like most of the most of the signs. Um, like I said, like they'll be there for you. But then the second you like betray them, they're just like they're done. Um, and the same, like I said, the same thing goes for all the other signs, too. But I have seen this a lot with Taurus because um, like they really like peace and comfort and things to not change so I, I feel like if you come into a Taurus's life and you wreck all that they're gonna be like bye <laughs> see you never um because I've seen that happen time and time and again yeah so yeah that is um all the modes that took me a lot longer to explain than I thought it would um also I was kind of like why am I talking about like the opposite signs um 
So, yeah, it actually does work out that I talked about the opposite signs and how they um, differ, because I would say that also plays a big part in compatibility, Um, because the whole thing with opposite signs, they, I mean, I think opposite signs work really well together most of the time. Um, Obviously, like, sometimes opposite signs, like, don't work, so it can kind of go either way. Like, it can either be, you know, great, like, opposites attract situation, or it can be like, oh my god, this person's so annoying, get them away from me. (laughs) Um... So I definitely think that's like a good thing to look at when you are looking into compatibility. Also, I feel like I'm jumping around a little bit. Um, It's not intentional. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I do not script my shows. Um, If I script them at all, which I only did for like the first episode, it is very loosely scripted. I so with this podcast, I I really want everything to sound natural and kind of like conversational and I just I'm not a big fan of like the whole um you know scripted podcast thing because I'm a person I'm not a robot and my whole goal with this podcast is like when you're listening to this I want you to feel like we're having a conversation and I'm in the room with you like telling you about your compatibility with this guy you're dating or maybe there's a fuck boy in your life that you're kind of over but you still want to know about his chart or you know, maybe there's a girl you're interested in. I don't know who's, you know, whoever's listening to this. Um, so yeah, that's like my whole goal. Like I just want, I want it to feel like we're friends and we're hanging out. So this is kind of, this whole hot, see, fucking it up already. Um, so yeah, this whole podcast is kind of just like how I would talk as if I were talking to you. Even when I edit this podcast, I do very minimal editing. There might be a few little slip up things that I might like edit out or like, you know, I put it, I obviously like I'll put in my intro and all that. But overall, like I really don't edit this. I don't script it. Everything's just kind of natural. Like I'll, I'll record an episode and I'll just think like, what do I want to talk about today? And then, um, I'll just literally just turn on my computer, turn on the mic and just go off that. Um, which I I mean, who knows, like I might change it. Maybe I'll try to script stuff more in the future. Right now though, this kind of like, this works for me. (laughs) I'm good with this. Um, but yeah, so if, if you guys find me kind of jumping around a lot and it's kind of confusing, um, bear with me. <laughs> um, I do try to like get back on topics. So um, yeah. So anyways, now that that little blurb is over. Um, so yeah, let's get back to compatibility. Um, so the other thing you want to look for with compatibility is the elements. Um, the elements are... So you have water, fire, earth, and air. Um, So I'll start with like water signs, I guess. So water signs would be Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio, um, and oh my God, which one am I forgetting? Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio. Is that? No, wait. I think that's all of them. Actually, yeah, that is. There should only be like three signs for each four, like the four elements because, you know, math. (laughs) Three times four is 12. Okay. Yeah, I got really tripped up because I was like, I know it's like there's four for each of the modes and there's only three modes. So, okay, that makes sense now. (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, so it's Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio. And so the water signs are very sensitive and emotional and... um, they just pick up on a lot of things like that's why they say like you know water signs might be psychic because they're very like they're just these emotional people they wear their heart on their sleeves um they're very sensitive um people and they like people that are like 
you know, they're also very empathetic and I think they like people that are also kind of empathetic and, um, stable. Cause like, I think in a way, like the water signs are very not stable, um, because their emotions just kind of like control their lives a little bit. And that's like what they run off of. Obviously, like if they have other stuff in their chart, that's going to change a lot of that. Um, but yeah, the water signs are just think of like water, like water is a liquid. It takes on the form of whatever container you put it in. Um, and that's kind of like how water signs are with their emotions. It just, it kind of dictates what they do, um, and how they react to things. So they're just very sensitive. And sometimes they can even be a little bit like touchy, not like physically touchy, but I mean like sensitive touchy. Like, you know, I was talking to my friend Kyle, who's a cancer the other day. Um, (laughs) and we were both, I have like a lot of cancer in my chart and we were both talking about how some days like we'll just be doing something or we'll be really stressed out in a bad mood. And like someone will talk to us and we'll be like, what do you want? (laughs) What is it? (laughs) And you know, we get kind of snappy with people, which I mean, isn't, you should never use your chart to justify stuff like that. You should try to work on it, which is what I've had to do over the years, um, with my boyfriend. But, um, it's, that's kind of like the whole thing. I mean, like with water signs are just very emotional and very sensitive. Um, so moving on from that. So where you have the water signs who are very like kind of like in not instable, non-stable. Um, you have the earth signs, which are much more stable. Um, the earth signs consist of Capricorn, Virgo and Taurus. So all of these signs, the thing they have in common is they are all very like, like I said, they're stable, they're grounded, they're down to earth, they're very logical and practical. Um, they like, you know, money and material things. Like these are the signs that are going to really like, um, you know, like material possessions, even though like you might be listening to this and you're one of these signs and you're like, I'm not a material person. Um, I'm just, you know, generally speaking, because like I said, and I'm always going to say this, I'm going to keep saying it. There can be other things in your chart that are going to dictate how you feel about things. Um, also, this is just like the the textbook kind of like example that I'm giving you guys. So um, they're going to be all about like, you know, money and making money and financial security and having nice things. Like these are the signs that like they're not going to want to shop at Walmart. Like, I mean, on one hand, like, yes, they might be shopping at Walmart because some of these signs tend to be like cheap um, because again, they like to have financial security. So they might also not spend a lot of money on things. Um, But at the same time, like they might, so like they might save a lot of money and shop at Walmart for like some things, but other things um, that they know it's going to matter. Like they're, I guess the best way to put it is their quality over quantity a lot of the time Um, because they're not like, you know, an air sign like Libra which is ruled by Venus where they're all about like luxury and they just want the best of the best. It's more like, you know, if they really need something and they know they're going to use it for a long time or it's something they need, they're going to splurge on it and spend more money and they're going to really look at the quality of it. They're not just going to go to like if they needed a pair of like, I don't know, like boots for the winter or something like that. You know, they might go to Walmart and they might get the cheap pair of boots that are, you know, maybe they'll fall apart or something. But if they really need these boots and they know they're going to get a lot of use, they might like go online and buy something that's a little more high end and something they know that's going to last them a long time because they know it's like an investment. Um, it could go either way, but that's generally like how they are. And they're very stable. They're very practical in love. They really like, um, they really, I mean, I'd say like they would either want someone who's as stable as they are or like, you know, 
sometimes like water signs actually go really well with earth signs because of the fact that you know they're so emotional that um I don't know it kind of gets them to realize like how insensitive they can be sometimes not to say that they're super cold and insensitive but because they're so practical and logical that being with someone who kind of wears their heart on their sleeve or shows their emotions um you know it can kind of give them a wake-up call and kind of help them to get in tune with their own emotions um so like compatibility wise like I would say that like so when you're looking at the elements when you're looking at water and um earth this is like a great rule of thumb to look at with astrology and compatibility so you can look at um you know so earth and water is a really good couple like those two like go together really well because they can kind of learn something from each other um earth signs kind of mesh well with you know other earth signs sometimes I think they could even go well with air signs which we'll talk more about air signs in a little bit um they also go really well with what I said that water signs so yeah earth goes with earth or water typically speaking obviously there's exceptions to all the rules um and then water signs go really well with earth signs or other water signs um Although I will say I don't really love water signs with other water signs because I think they're both so emotional that it can make for a really toxic relationship. But that's also not to say they don't have other things in their chart that may, might make it work out more. So keep that in mind with everything I say. <laughs> um, you know, take it all with a grain of salt. But yeah, so that's your earth signs and your water signs. And then you have your fire signs, which your fire signs are Aries, Leo and Sagittarius. Um, these signs are, these are all like very ego driven signs. They really care about being popular and like what people think about them. And, you know, like they really like to have a partner that like kind of makes them like look good or someone they can brag about or someone that just, you know, like I said, really just looks good. Um, they also might be a little more shallow in regards to love. Like they might care more about someone's physical appearance. Um, as opposed to, you know, like a water or an earth sign who might care more about like, you know, their personality. Not to say that like all fire signs are shallow. Um, like I said, there's exceptions to the rule. I'm going to keep saying it because <laughs> I really don't want any angry emails being like, you said this about my sign and that's not how I am, blah, blah, blah. Because like I said, there's so many things that go into astrology than what I'm just talking about. This is just your basic stuff. Um, but yeah, fire signs also like, I think they really like people who are funny. Um, because they themselves have like a really good sense of humor and they're kind of fun and funny to be around. They also really like adventure and doing stuff because fire is like, it's like rapid active movement. So they're like, these are the signs that really like to do physical stuff. Like they might want a partner who's going to go to the gym with them or like, you know, do a, a, uh, I don't know, like a tough mutter or some other physical race with them. Like they're also very competitive too. So they like, they like people that are going to like stroke their egos and make them feel good or look good. Um, and if they like you back, then they're probably gonna, um, you know, give you the same in return. So that is your fire signs. Also, I keep like turning away from the mic because my cat really wants me to pet him. And of course I'm petting him, but like I keep getting really distracted. So anyway, um, ah, oh my God, that was him crawling over my lap and hitting the mic with his tail because he's needy. Um, so anyways, that was your fire signs. Your air signs are, your air signs are, are um, Libra, Aquarius, which it's funny because a lot of people think Aquarius is a water sign. Aquarius is the water bearer, but it is not a water sign. Um, so do not be fooled. 
Um, I actually read something not too long ago about how I guess Aquarius kind of got named Aquarius during the time it was because um, in like ancient Greece or Rome, I might be wrong about that. Um, in one of those, they noticed that the time of the year that was Aquarius season was like the rainy season, um, which is kind of where Aquarius like got its whole like archetype from. Um, so yeah, it's Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini. Those are the air signs. The air signs are very logical and very witty and very um, intellectual. They're very like of the mind um, and like mental. So um, you have like Libra, which is all about like beauty and abundance and like love um, and balance. Balance is a big thing with Libra. So Libra is an air sign. So they're always weighing out their options, always thinking about the pros and cons, which is why they're so indecisive all the time. Um, yeah, so that's kind of like what they're all about. Um, for some reason, I know it's not the card associated with Libra, but when I think of Libra, I always think of like the two of swords in the tarot deck because it shows a girl with her like blindfold on and she has like the two swords and she has to like make a decision, but like a very concise, like logical decision. And I always think of Libra, even though like I know it's not the typical card associated with Libra, it kind of reminds me of that. Um, but yeah, so that's Libra. And then you have Gemini, which Gemini, like I said before, is like the student and they're just always taking in this information and wanting to learn and wanting to like know everything and just like I said taking it all in um and they're kind of like like I said Virgo and Gemini are a little bit similar because they're both ruled by Mercury but Gemini is like they're very they're just like all over the place like they're the sign that's gonna have like 15 million tabs open and they're gonna pick up on things really quickly and they're gonna be like speed reading through articles and like you know, they just do everything so fast and like really learn everything so fast. Um, whereas I feel like Virgo kind of takes it and they, we like to die to kind of just like digest it a little bit more. Um, so it's Gemini and then you have Aquarius, which Aquarius is very like humanitarian and they like ideas and they like, um, I think they kind of like to, because they're like the contrarians of the Zodiac, I think they like to consider other options that aren't, um conventionally like accepted by society um because Aquarius is a very unconventional sign so they're just gonna kind of like you know they really look into the like taboo things like they're the ones that are gonna be kind of like I think sometimes like Aquarius can be kind of crunchy like they're very into like a lot of like spiritual stuff like sage and like open relationships and sex parties and like kinks and like I don't know what like those are like the kind of things like you know I'm and like, I was going to say theater, but theater's not really that unconventional. But like, they have like a lot of like out there kind of hobbies because they're like, they're very curious in the sense about like, you know, everyone rejects this one thing. I want to know about this other thing. Um, so like I said, they're very like rebellious in that sense. Um, and they take on like a lot of new ideas. Um, I almost feel like, not to get too political, but Aquarius are like the anarchists or the socialists sometimes of like the, the Zodiac. Um, only because like I said, like I said, they like things that are generally not accepted by society. And so like they're into all these like taboo kind of a things similar to the way Scorpio is. Um, but just a little bit different. Um, 
so yeah that your your air signs are very like of the mind they're very intellectual they like to know things they like to ask questions they like to weigh out their options they like to research um so that's your air signs air and they're also very like social um they like to talk a lot um especially gemini but all of them <laughs> they're all very chatty which is why um so air signs typically go really well with fire signs or other air signs same thing fire signs go with air signs or other fire signs um because they kind of just mesh really well together um because they're both like neither of them are very sensitive so like they kind of like and they're both like the more extroverted signs whereas with um with your water signs and your earth signs they're gonna be a little bit more uh introverted in a sense they're not gonna be the ones that want to go like i mean you know, like I said, yes, like they're good. They might want to go adventure out and do other stuff. Um, but they're, they're like much more like they want to hang out with like one or two people or, you know, they want to stay at home and not want to do stuff where like air signs and fire signs are like, yeah, like let's go out, let's party, let's do all this stuff. Um, you know, they're all about it. Um, so yeah, so those, wow, this ended up being so long. It's probably going to be one of my longest podcasts that I do. I might even do a part two at this point. Um, so yeah, they're they're gonna be the signs that are gonna be like, yeah, let's party, let's go do stuff, um, and yeah. So, so getting back to what I was actually trying to say, um, so those are just like a lot of like your general rule of thumb things that you can um that you can look for when you are looking at um, you know, sun signs or any placement really. You can kind of apply it to all the signs. I mean, they're all gonna change based on like the house they're in and the um you know, what planet you're looking at, it's all going to be a little bit different. Um, but those are the general, just the general rule of thumb things you can look at when you are looking into compatibility and you're looking at someone's sun sign or any sign really. Um, and seeing like if, you know, whether or not you're going to be compatible, whether or not you're going to work together. Um, so yeah, I guess that's part one. Um, because this ended up being so long, I think I'm just going to call this part one and I'm going to, end this in a second and I'm going to start part two and then you guys can all check it out and love it. Um, so yeah, that was your basic guide to compatibility. Um, thank you for listening. Check out episode number or not episode number two, but, um, check out part two of this episode and I will talk more in depth for any more like people who are a little bit more advanced in astrology and want to know more about compatibility. Um, that's going to be in the next episode, which I think I'm just going to throw it in as like a bonus episode this week. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I'm Whitney and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much.